You're listening to AJ and Tori. Yeah. Hi, welcome to Chili's. You can get your chili mugs. They are being sold on Urban Dictionary for $25. Get them while they're hot. It's okay, guys. We're just kidding. Um, This is our podcast. No one cares. Yes, it's a new podcast where we complain, we vent, and we welcome you to do the same. Should be pretty relatable, guys. She's AJ. And she's Tori. So, AJ... Valentine's Day was last Thursday. Can you tell us single people how it was to have a Valentine? (laughs) I feel like everybody makes a pretty big deal out of Valentine's Day, like some of these extra like new couples and stuff like that. Not saying that, you know, I've been dating my partner forever, but it was fine. Um, I did the little balloons all over the room with a present in the middle and... um, he liked that. I got him some shoes that he liked. I remember you telling me on Snapchat that you wrote a little quote on one of the balloons. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, I was blowing 30 little balloons. Um, there was red and pink ones. And there was this one red one that I guess it was the way I stretched it or something. And it came out shaped like a pear. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have to do something cheesy with this. So I was actually on the phone with Tori and she gave me a great idea of a couple quotes and I picked one of them and I wrote, we make a great pair, spelled like pair, not like a pair, like a couple. And it was pretty funny. I sent it the picture to a couple of my friends when I was writing it and they were all cracking up. It was pretty funny. And while she was doing that, I was looking at Pizza Hut. <laughs> they had so many pizza-shaped pizzas and I was hungry I had just woken up and I really really wanted pizza but of course Pizza Hut likes to remind us people that it's Valentine's Day so that was my Valentine's Day oh and I forgot my mom she brought me home chocolate covered strawberries Mm, those are good ah they're so good but i i was kind of taken aback because i didn't get her anything so i felt bad (laughs) but um yeah she was so sweet she also brought me um truffles home but that was my valentine's day pizza shaped pizza huh no i didn't even get the pizza that was shaped like that. I just got I know regular pizza. You were pizza. saying, oh, they have so many pizza-shaped pizza. <laughs> they do, and I managed to pick the one that was just the plain Jane. Like no, I am. you don't get it. You meant heart-shaped pizzas. Isn't that what you meant? Did I? <laughs> what did I say? You said pizza-shaped pizzas. Every pizza shaped like a pizza. Oh, you're right. <laughs> well, I guess like a circle, but <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, guys. I meant oh, it was funny. I was thinking about that the whole time. <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna move on because I am a DTD. It's okay. It happens to us all. Yeah. Well, this comes into our next part. Um, Basically, we're gonna talk about um, me and Tori both told each other that will agree to watching a show that the other picked for the other. So I chose Dexter from, it's on Netflix. I don't know if any of you guys have watched it. 
Um, I told her to watch the first episode, and she told me to watch the first episode of Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Yeah, because your homegirl never saw Special Victims Unit. I know, tragic. <laughs> I didn't um, know what I was missing out on. I think we're on season 20. Don't kill me if I'm not right, but I think that's yes. what we're on right now. Yeah. I think it's 20 or 22, one of those. Because when I was looking the other day, I was like, that's insane. I thought Grey's Anatomy was crazy because they have like 15 seasons now. But Yeah, I've never really got into Grey's Anatomy. There's just so much drama. I'm like, yeah, you can get hurt, but we don't need to make a big deal about it sort of thing. I don't know. I'm just morbid that way. Some episodes are, like, incredibly dramatic in Grey's Anatomy, but I just, oh, I love it. Um, McDreamy and McSteamy. Aren't they the same person? No. Oh, well. (laughs) As you can tell, I have not watched it before. Actually, I have watched one episode, but that was about it, so. (laughs) So, what did you think about Dexter? Okay, I have so much notes, and me being the nerd that I am, I wrote down that um, I was going to give a little bit of a summary of what Dexter was. So um, I put, according to Wikipedia, this is a show that came out in 2006 when I was nine, Mm -hmm. and I believe you were like eight. (laughs) It was about this man who is adopted at the age of three, This is my summary um, I wrote here because I want you to know that the other person uh, wrote this long run-on sentence, something I am familiar with, so I caught that. Anyways, his mother is brutally murdered by a man with a chainsaw, and he goes to live with Harry Morgan, a Miami policeman. Harry knows... Dexter is homicidal and a sociopath. He teaches Dexter how to satisfy these urges, and that's by killing only criminals, such as child molesters, mob assassins, rapists, the worst of the worst. Uh, We learn that Dexter is a forensic technician analyzing blood spatter patterns for the Miami Metro Police Department, which I had no idea that was actually a thing. (laughs) And where can I sign up? And um, he is really just a man who is driven by murder and sometimes feels normal emotions. Oh, and just to note, because the writer on Wikipedia does want us to know, Dexter is extremely cautious in his killings. He wears gloves and uses plastic-wrapped kill rooms, carefully cleans up afterward, segments, segments, I think that's what it says, segments, the bodies and disposes of them in the ocean to reduce the chances of detection. Okay, so now that I'm no longer a nerd, um. <laughs> That was your Tory summary. Uh, What I thought. Okay, so when I initially looked at this, it was late at night, and I had just got home from school, Mm -hmm. gotten home from school. And um, I, for a second, had to do something else. I, I put it on, and then I stopped it. But when it first started, the camera pans to Miami Beach, which for once looks accurate. 
Um, I did not see women with their boobs and their butts out and men <laughs> with six packs because that's not what Miami looks like. Every other movie ever that uh, tries to like glorify Miami. Exactly. It's not like that, y'all. I'm sure California doesn't look that way either. They just make it look nice. But I've seen people post pictures of California and it still looks pretty beautiful. Like, I don't know. Like, there's some parts of Miami that are nice, but I guess it's just mostly Miami Beach. Everything else is not, like, horrible. Like, it's nice. It's just not, like, I feel like whenever they show Miami, they just show the beach. Like, that's it. I agree. I feel like... You go a mile and you're like in this lavish looking um, complex and then you go one more mile and you're in the ghetto, you're in um, these low income communities and it's just very confusing, especially if you've never been here before. So Exactly. Like us down here, we're used to it, but everyone else, it's like, I don't know if they expect more out of it, but... If you guys are staying just at the beach and that's it, then you're set. You'll get everything you've seen in movies and TV. The beach is kind of gross too, though. <laughs> Sometimes, especially during spring break. Do not come. We're full. We're full. Okay, guys? That's right. But I think they come up more to like Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood. Yeah, because some people don't like making the drive all the way down here. That's what I think. But yeah, it's not You guys like can let us know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, I, at one point was thinking, yelling in my head, oh my gosh, this is my city, you know, and it's being depicted in the right way. So, um, then I watched Dexter torturing a man who kills children. How do we feel about killing children? It's wrong. Killing in general is wrong. Yeah. But like killing like a kid. A child that hasn't even, like, lived its life, From understand what's going on with life. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to be, like, sexist about it. Like, oh, like, only killing women is bad. If you kill a man, then, like, whatever. But, no. Like, just killing in general is horrible. But that's why I like Dexter because he's, I mean, at the same time, like, who is he to choose who dies and who doesn't in a way? Yeah. But th- there's, like, pros and cons to it because, like, I agree with him. When he's killing, like, if you guys know Dexter, you watch more into the show, he kills some pretty horrible people. True. That, like, not even the police can do anything about it or anything. So, I like how sometimes, you know, he's that, like, me- like person in the middle that gets the job done. But then sometimes, like, it almost feels wrong watching it. Maybe just because my conscience, I don't know. No, I kind of agree with you because yeah. I think he even says in one of like his lines that this person got off. Um, he was charged and they couldn't convict him, but he knew that he was not innocent. So he was like, it was kind of his duty to be the vigilly, vigilly. vigilante. Yeah, that <laughs> word. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, I don't. I feel like killing, like you said, is really horrible. Yeah, of course, it's really horrible. Looks painful. Yeah, so... um, I hit my pinky toe on the corner of the desk, and that's painful. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so... um, But, yeah, like, women and children, it's just a little more of a low for someone, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Which, it's horrible that our society is sexist, but that's another conversation for another day. 
So, um, yeah. So the whole time I'm thinking this man gets his arousal from killing. Duh, I'm a genius. Um, (laughs) Next, he goes to a crime scene and there's a dead body. The corpse doesn't have blood. He freaks out, feeling one up. But I don't think I can relate to that. (laughs) I mean, I can relate to like a competition or something like that, but... Mm -hmm. He is genuinely upset that someone has outdid him in the killing department. So Yeah, it's a little odd. But Dexter in general, he's a weird guy, so very weird. Um yeah, so there's a pun of Florida being the state of killers, which you always hear that, haha, <laughs> whatever. Uh, anyways, he has a code. He calls it the code of Harry, which is his foster father, which is going back to just killing, you know, criminals, the worst of the worst. Um, all in all, this episode can be summed up to when can I kill this rapist? Because that's what it's about. It's about this rapist who is not convicted. Um, oh, side note, he follows a truck he thinks is the killer the police are looking for and or who he's looking for they're looking for and the driver doesn't see him but he does and we'll get to that in a second also his lieutenant has the major hots for him and she even makes me cringe i don't know if you remember her yeah she do that's just for like a short time though like uh, yeah because she's annoying honestly i don't like her that much i forgot her name I forgot her name too, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I didn't really get anybody else's name except it's for It's some Hispanic Harry. last name. That's all I remember. Yeah, there was a lot of, um, you know, little parts where, you know, the other cop would say something in Spanish, which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty cool. It's like an homage to like being Miami in culture. Miami, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, I thought the episode was so so. Um, I do see that there is something about it that I can definitely see why people think it's interesting. I'm sure if I gave the show a chance and actually sat there and watched everything, I think I would like it. And um, with all things considered, um, I cannot unsee the severed Barbie doll head (laughs) on the refrigerator door. Um, This lets you know going back to, you know, the killer did see him when he followed him so there's that but um yeah I mean I really didn't not hate Dexter I just it's also the first episode too you really can't base your opinion on like one episode of a show yeah exactly so sometimes the first episode is like in your face like crazy and then sometimes like shows they like to ease into it you know And I think, like, as you go on and on, you know, obviously Dexter, he has this, like, passion for killing in a way. Where, of course, it's not just going to be the first episode you're going to see him kill someone. It's going to be, like, almost every episode, if I can remember right, you know. I watched the show, like, multiple times. I was one of those people, and I love it. Like, I wouldn't be... I'd be down to watch it again with you, like your mom said. (laughs) Would this be, like, the third time you've watched it? This would probably be the fourth time. If I'm being honest, but it's been a while. I think the last time I watched it was like right before college. So it's been like, it's going to be almost like three years now. Wow. But I can't, I can't like do that. I can't watch something like over and over again, unless I forgot. And it's like crucial to remember certain things. But 
Um, also too, oh my gosh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about Dexter. Oh, you know, Dexter, the guy who plays Dexter Mm -hmm. and his sister were actually married for some time and then they separated or I think they got a divorce, but it's so funny coming into it and seeing that he is in a relationship with her in real life, but in the show, they're sister and brother. So that's interesting (laughs) to say the least. It's going to be kind of funny that um, something crazy actually happens in the show where, um, wait, they know that they're brother and sister right now? Yeah, yeah, I think so. No, because I think, I can't remember right now. Because I remember her kissing him in the show once, but I think she didn't know that they were related Something like that. I could be wrong. I'm not sure. But I'm pretty sure I remember something like that. Guys, I might be going crazy. Well, spoiler (laughs) alert to anybody who has read, uh, not read, (laughs) you're reading a book, um, who has come to this point and she just ruined it for you. (laughs) Mobby. Yeah. But anyways, um, so that was my take on it. It wasn't really a lot because it wasn't really like a long episode from, it was, but it didn't give me enough to really go off of it. I would say rating it would probably be like an 8 out of 10. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I was going to say, you know how you were saying that you can't really watch shows like that? Well, after I finished Breaking Bad, like, it was good. It was amazing. That show was crazy. My mom has watched it multiple times. She's weird like me, too. I think she's watched it 10 times, though. Yes, but most of the time, she she starts the episode, she gets up, and she starts cleaning. She doesn't even know what goes on in half of the show, and she's watched it ten times. So she even, when I was watching it, which I've only watched it once, she walked in once, and she was like, oh, when did that happen? I'm like, how do you not know what just happened if that's you watched true. it multiple times? Yeah, that's so true. So, But the way Breaking Bad ended made me not want to watch it. And it kind of reminds me of the ending of Dexter. Like, if you guys have seen both of those shows, you'd understand what I'm saying. If not, just Google it if you don't feel like watching all those seasons. I mean, I think there's only, like, six seasons for Dexter and, like, five for Breaking Bad. It's just that I believe each episode is pretty long for each. So that's the only thing. I've heard that before. I had a coworker. She told me one time she was watching The Office. I don't know if you've ever watched The Office. Yeah, it's pretty and funny. You have to have like a certain humor. You know, it's funny. I didn't like it at first, but seeing it again, I can see why it's funny. And I even laugh at myself with them. But um, my coworker was kind of like, I can't finish this because season eight is the worst and I can't just get to it and all this other <laughs> criteria that she had for it mm-hmm. for the reason why she didn't want to watch it but yeah so it really just depends on you as a person I find it funny that you gave me Dexter I gave you Law and Order Special Victims Unit SVU for short how did you feel about that okay so guys don't hate me but I didn't finish the whole episode but the little bit that I saw, I'm going to explain to you guys, and I promise to you guys and Tori that I will watch another episode and finish the first one, so then I can give a better description, more thorough description. And so, the first thing that got me that I know 
Tori was telling me that everybody loves it, so it's not that special that I I'm like sure it, that the listener can also be like, oh, I know exactly what she's going to say before <laughs> she even says it right now. Probably. The intro. I loved it. Like, it's so, like, cool, and it, I don't know, it just, I don't know, it's pretty cool. So... Don't you think, like, if you ever went to jail... You would think that would um, the theme song would come up right, right before your sentence to whatever prison sentence they're gonna give you. <laughs> oh my gosh! For real. Ding ding! <laughs> oh my gosh! So it kind of reminds me of like like a police show in a way, but definitely different because they're not just any policemen; they're more like detectives. And um, the first scene, right away, they get you. It's like a major crime scene going on. And... Yeah, they never really tell you who did it. Yeah. So... Oh, I don't know that, but I'll find out. Um, so, the the guy that... Stabler. Who? I believe his name is Stabler. Are you talking about the detective or... I don't remember. There's a guy and a girl and they're both detectives. Yeah, I think his name... His name is Stabler, but I don't remember the other girl's name. Well, she's a woman, but I don't remember her name because she gets replaced after a couple episodes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, they're at a crime scene. They're looking at this guy. I don't know if he's dead or what in the car. He's just chilling out in the back. Yeah, right? (laughs) He's, um... There was like a, I don't know if it was like a car accident or what went on. So the guy, I guess they're like a sexual harassment department or something like that. And the guy's like, why did you call us? I don't see anything here. And the guy, he said it in a, like in a non-dirty way, but he chopped his pole. If you guys know what I'm saying. I mean, not him. This lady, you know, chopped his wing. Yeah, not to clarify, it's not really a pole. It's a (laughs) metaphor for the man's genitalia. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. It's so cringy. (laughs) And um, so, yeah. So they're like, oh, like they freak out a little. And then it cuts to the next scene where they're all like hanging out in the office. And someone else said something about something crazy happening. And that's pretty much all I can remember at the moment. But it seems pretty cool so far. I like the way they, like, sh- like shoot the film. Mm-hmm. Like, it kind of makes it more dramatic. And I kind of like that. And it feels like you're there with them in a way. And I just like their the way they talk and, like, their slang. Like, kind of like they don't care kind of vibe. And They're like, from New York, too. Yeah, exactly. New York. I, I can't really do an accent for New York. <laughs> I need some water. Oh, my gosh. Or a coffee. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My mom. Coffee. She was telling me that there's someone at her job, and she is not even from New York, but she talks that way. She's like, <laughs> give me the coffee now. And she's like, you're not even from there. White chicks her. Um, you know, if you're from Africa, why are you white sort of thing. <laughs> Shout out to Mean Girls. Yeah, so... Have you, well, we know this person, so I'm going to talk about them real quick, but don't worry, we're not going to give out any names. Remember this person from middle school that she was from New York, but she lived there when she was like two or three or whatever, and then she moved down here, and she would act like she had an accent? 
I feel like I know who we're talking about, but I have no idea. I feel like if you write it down, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Um, ah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry for the secrecy, guys. Yeah. I also paused for a second because... It's just ridiculous. I hate when people try to, like, fake, like, where they're from or anything. Like, just be truthful to yourself be That's you funny though because she was more of your friend than my friend so like it took me a while but only because not that much but mostly because of you know our hobbies <laughs> I didn't even know her <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> okay but so yeah. you want to move on to our next topic yeah what is truly what makes up the podcast which um us talking shit yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because we like to complain. I have major anxiety. I feel that it's just easier for us to, you know, complain and ask if you would join in. Because, you know, what's life if you can't complain about it? We might just start recording like at our therapy sessions too. Might as well, right? <laughs> I feel like I would do that, but I have some very deep internal things. <laughs> we all do. It's okay. Yeah. So so on to the next topic. I think she'll have my therapist will bill me <laughs> even more. She's like, I'm camera shy. Oh, wait. No, not camera shy. Microphone's shy. <laughs> if she says that, then she's whack. <laughs> This part of the podcast is called Oops, I Spilled the Tea, the Venti. Okay, so we would like to hear from AJ. Yes, you and I would like to hear from AJ. Okay, so my today's topic is going to be about Annabelle. Annabelle. <laughs> Hannibal without the H. <laughs> Animal abuse. Um, so I have a situation going on. Not me. I'm not abusing my animals. Just let you guys know. Sure. I I love my little doggies and my cat. I think your cat's abusing me, though. (laughs) My cat's a little abusive. Uh, He's mean. Likes to scratch and bite people. Sassy. Yes, super sassy. Um, so it's about my back neighbor. Obviously, I'm not going to say any names or where I live, obviously. So it's not a big deal. Yeah, I do. Oh, I know the one lady's name, but she has, like, a son and a daughter and whatever. Are you on first name basis with her? Not really. <laughs> go over and, like, you know, have a barbecue or something. Oh, no, no, Are they no, the never. ones that do the the music every night? No, no, no. That's the one in the corner that is, like, a Hispanic family, and they have parties, like, every single Saturday blasting oh. their music. Like, it's crazy. Okay. So my back neighbor directly behind me has she has a german shepherd um some other little white wannabe yorkie looking dog i don't know what else to call it and now has a chihuahua and all of a sudden she decides to get a macaw it looks like a parrot but it's blue and yellow really pretty beautiful it talks too right and no it just gawks and screams (laughs) so going into that about the gawking and the screaming so this bird makes like an excruciating noise that not even to complain about the animal, it's about the owner, but the poor thing screams on the top of its lungs and it sounds like it's in pain or like, you know, it's 
you know, not treated the way it should be. I'm, I've only seen the lady go out in the backyard like twice to like, yeah, I don't know what, to feed her or something. So, um, I had called cause again, I'm not close with the neighbor and I'm not like the owner of my house. I live with my mom and my sister. So you're not afraid to snitch. That's what you're going to tell us. right yeah, now. Yeah, basically. Sorry guys. <laughs> I D G A F. Um, so I called animal control, not to get anyone in trouble or anything, but I called, I explained the same situation as I did to you guys right now. And I said, is there anything you could do either, you know, tell her that she needs to put the bird under shelter. Oh yeah. Sorry. I didn't even say that yet. So the bird, I believe it's screaming and everything because one, it's probably not getting taken care of. And two, it's not under anything. It's in a cage with direct sunlight the other day it was pouring like crazy all day the bird was just in the cage getting rained on all day no coverage at all and you know usually people with birds they have it in a shelter if they want it for a little sunlight they'll put it out and usually they put a blanket over the cage at night to keep it calm or i don't know much about birds sorry i think but it was at my friend house. does that with her birds i think it was at your house the other day and the bird like literally screamed and i thought a woman had screamed that's what i'm saying it is sound the poor thing i feel so bad it breaks my heart to see the bird sitting there with no coverage or anything so like i said before i had called animal control i explained some situation i said either can you tell them to move the bird can you take the bird i don't know just do something for the bird i could care less about what the neighbor thinks or anything i'll tell them myself that i told animal control but do something for the bird that's all i care about and whatever i guess they got called or whatever but and supposedly they showed up but the bird's in the same exact spot nothing happened so i feel like not only on the owner's part that doesn't care about the bird but on the part of the main people that are supposed to care, animal control, you know, humane society, whatever you want to call them, they didn't do enough on their part to, you know, take care of the situation, which it's like you had one job, buddy. Like you should have done it. You like, should have called PETA. They would have been there as fast as possible. PETA? Yeah. What's no, like not PETA from Hunger Games. I know, I know. Or like PETA the food, <laughs> but like PETA, it's an organization, I believe. I don't know what it stands for, um, but they're very, very, very um, effective with getting people to like stop animal yeah. cruelty. And I just feel like she doesn't take care of any of her animals at all. Like her backyard's a mess. Like, yeah, whatever. Some people, they don't like to get their grass car they don't have the money for it but the dogs are just outside all day like they look like they haven't been bathed in years like i don't know what to do at this point i'm whatever if you guys think i'm a snitch whatever but there's nothing wrong with caring about something that can't take care of itself i feel like that bird is like one day away from being fried chicken at kfc yes the poor thing's gonna become fried chicken yeah, with being outside in the sun and all. Mm-hmm. Imagine you got a sunburn today. <laughs> Just from, like, being out and cleaning pools and stuff. Yeah. You know, it had me thinking. We, I guess, 
I don't know how to describe it, but we think of killing people as this big crime. You know, we think of how many years can they spend in jail? But then for people who commit animal cruelty, I actually looked this up. Um, It says that you can be convicted of the crime, but it would be just a misdemeanor. Um, Or, you know, if you get caught the second time, I mean, I think that you can say, um, not sale, you can spend some time in jail for like a couple of days or something like that, or you can get fined. But it's so crazy to think, I think I heard this on a Judge Judy episode one time. They were saying that dogs are actually um, objects. They're not people, which I mean, of course, they're not people, but they're still living creatures. And they can't speak up for themselves. They can't. I mean, that bird screamed. So, I mean, to some extent, it's been trying, but not successfully. Yeah. But it's so sad, you know, out of 46, out of 50 states, um, only 46, um, no, subtract 50 from 46 because I am great at math. <laughs> only like four states actually take it serious. And it's so crazy. Um, I don't know. I don't like what would you say would be like a, a great not a great. We don't want to punish anybody. But what we're saying is like what would be a justifiable, um, I guess, consequence? I feel like with direct evidence you could do so much more with that like I feel like that person for one like let's say you know it's not that serious of a situation some people just really don't know how to take care of animals that's why some of them can't own them I feel like they shouldn't be able to own one you know if you can't even barely take care of yourself then why you know get this animal you know put it through a struggle when it could be at a better home that knows how to, you know, people know how to take care of them. I think they're starting to do that now. But um, if you get a dog off the street, like, no one can tell you, like, you know, hey, let's go check out your your house and let's check out the environment. Because my dad's girlfriend was actually trying to get a dog. And they said that they wanted all of these requirements. They wanted to know that the dog was going to be in a safe environment, that he was going to be fed, that he was going to be walked. Literally what should be done but um yeah if you find an animal like a cat or anything like that outside in a parking lot like you're free to take it and just claim it as your own which Mm -hmm. is horrible but um it's good for the people that actually care but some people I feel like they just like don't know what they're getting themselves into you know or they do and they're just soulless people Mm mm-hmm but, um, yeah. And I can't believe, oh, my God, one time I saw this horrible video on Facebook about a man. He was literally fighting a dog, like, beating it, like, hitting its oh head gosh. against, like, a car dashboard. I was like, how do you sleep at night? Like, I, I really hope they found those guys that were beating the dog. I was I'm like, sure he beats his girlfriend, too, if he had one. Or boyfriend. Probably. It's 2000s. But yeah, oh my gosh, I actually was just thinking, you know, you hear killers, um, some of them have killed animals before they've gone on to actually kill people. And I feel like 
that should be treated somewhat similar, if not similar, because you're killing a living thing. And then on top of that, too, it's just getting you prepared to kill this other person. Oh, my gosh. I just, I can't. I I, I didn't think I was going to tell this story, but I get so upset when I hear about animal cruelty because when I was young, we had a dog. And we couldn't take care of it anymore. So a certain someone who I won't even say who and how my relationship is, my relation is to this person, but they let our dog go. Um, He had a chip, so they were able to find out like, you know, it was ours. I didn't know about this until years later. Um, Let the dog go. The dog came back because they brought the dog back to our house and he had um, gotten run over in the lake. So he was limping. And then not only did we get our dog back, but we had to go and we had to find out where we could take him. And of course, we weren't going to, you know, drop him off at a place that was going to put him down after a couple of years or mm-hmm. months or days. But yeah, oh my gosh, I cried every single time I thought we were going to give him away. And then when we finally made it to the Humane Society, I could not cry. I think I cried as much as I could. But it was just, that day was so sad. (laughs) I just can't. And I, it is animal cruelty because you let the dog just go. I mean, he's not just a dog. He was our, you know, dog, our, our member of the family. And I just can't imagine that happening to like a family member of mine. I should just let that person, you know, out on the street and see how it feels, you know, to find your way. I'm sure Charlie was our dog's name. I'm sure he was trying to find his way back to us. And, you know, (laughs) that's sad, man. Yeah. So long story short, guys, people that are cruel to animals are shitty. Yeah. I don't even feel like I, I don't even feel bad for you saying that Mm -hmm. because I, to some extent, if not all agree, I just, I just can't, you're just that one person. I'm sure if you hurt animals, you hurt people too. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of anger and I think that you should go to karate or go to yoga or color or do something that will release that tension because, you know, there are other ways to, um, combat that anger management that you're having. Yeah, I think if anyone puts their mind to it, they could fix anything that they don't like about themselves or they think that, you know, they should be able to, you know, control, like, people with anger, you know. Obviously, you shouldn't go around living your life, you know, always mad, always angry. Yeah, I mean... You just find what you like and something that helps you soothe that pain. I mean, we would all like to punch someone out one day, <laughs> you know, the worst of the worst. But, you know, we're human. We are civilized and we need to look out for each other because that's what makes the world better. But that has been serious time on this podcast and it will only get worse from here on out. Just letting <laughs> you know that now. We promise there will be lighter days. Yeah, but that's just not one of these days. Um I guess we can leave the, you guys with, you know, um, a sign-off. Um, advice. Do you have any advice? Drink water and wash your face. Take your bra off and just let it fly. 
Bye, guys, from AJ and Tori. Thank you. And that was No One Cares.